0: TV comics, movie stars, hit singles and some toys. Trivia and dirty jokes, an evening with the boys. Once is never good enough for something so fantastic. Fantastic! So here's another
1: Gilbert and Franks. Here's another Gilbert and Franks. Here's another Gilbert and Franks.
0: Franks. Colossal classic.
2: This is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal. Okay, take two. Hi, this is. Gilbert Gottfried and I'm here with my co-host Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions.
1: Now you're talking brother. Now I like to bring you people. I like to bring you fellow Lon Chaney Jr. fans.
2: Oh good. <laughs> I like to
1: you know I just I put a sandwich sign you know those old cardboard yeah, sandwich yeah. signs on the like street? Like from the Three Stooges. Yeah, and I walk Smokey's. up and down 45th Street <laughs> looking for Lon Chaney Jr. fans. Anyway, our old friend Gary Girani is here. Gary and I go way, way back. How far back do we go?
0: Oh, way back. To way back tops. To, the, to the classic era. At, at tops, the tops trading company. cards. Mm-hmm. Gary,
1: They call Gary the card king. This is true. And how many uh, <laughs> trading card series off the top of your head? I'm going to put you on the spot. Have you written?
0: Hundreds and hundreds. I remember back when the century turned, I tried to count how many card sets I wrote, edited, art-directed, and there were hundreds back then. And I've done so many more since then, so I, I, I don't know.
1: Hulk, uh, I,
0: Waltons,
1: everything, $6 million anything, man. Right,
0: right. I, I mean, my very first trading card set— uh, was emergency Adam twelve? They combined the Adam twelve TV show and the emergency Did you even Americans know there were, were Adam twelve cards? <laughs> no,
2: but I I remember as a kid that that was they had cards for everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. They had yeah. like about five cards in the pack mm-hmm. and a stick of gum. Mm-hmm. And I remember they had both. Uh, Ben Casey and Dr. Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: that's going to that's predate Gary.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but a few years, but only a yeah.
1: few years. A few years. The yeah.
0: Beatles. Yes, Beatles oh, was huge Beatles for cards. tops. Who, yeah. right, Who wrote right. those? Woody Gelman and
1: uh, Yeah, my, uh, uh,
0: my good friend Len Brown. Len Brown. Wrote most of that Len stuff. Brown. He was hired, I think, around 59.
1: He was there a long time. And I knew Len. I worked, when I worked there, Len
0: was Len there. Len is a teddy bear. He yeah. was like my big brother yeah. there. Great guy. And yeah, he did most of the text for that. He also wrote the famous Mars attacks, of course, for that. So, the bottom line was whatever they gave you to do, whether it was a pre-existing property, a movie or TV show, or something that we were creating, you'd be there giving it your all, of course. You
2: know. <laughs> and and I, I remember the uh, Planet of the Apes.
1: We cards. talked about those before we turned the mics on. Yeah. Yeah. Of
0: No, no. The, the original movie came out in 1968 and Topps put the product out in the candy counters of America in 1969. Okay. Which was interesting because that was very different than the way we would eventually do it. We would always try to release the product literally like the first week the movie was out later years later with Star Wars and closing all those things. But back then, it was interesting. They they kind of waited that extra time. That's why
2: I thought it was later. But you're yeah, right. It was yeah. a year later. Yeah. What, yeah. what I remember with the Planet of the Apes cards is that they have one where he's captured by them, and he does that line uh-huh. Uh huh. when he starts <laughs> screaming, you right. know, Get your dirty paws off me. You d- oh, get your paws off me, you damn dirty apes. So they cut damn. Out of the card. <laughs> we would have to do things like that. Yeah. Uh
0: you know, and, and so
1: yeah. I know yeah. why I said seventy two. That was the year
0: you started. Exactly. Right, right. And then a couple of years after that, they did the Planet of the Apes series. Oh the series. series. You remember
1: the series?
0: The short-lived oh, Planet oh, of the Apes yes. series? Yes. It was one year on CBS. Was Roddy Yes, he yeah. was. But unfortunately, they didn't have him playing Caesar, which was the character he had played in the last couple of Planet of the Apes, which was a great character, which right. when they did the new versions, the Caesar character became the main character. It was a very strong character. Instead, they kind of just did a kind of watered-down version of the original movie plot with a couple of astronauts. I remember. And, and he was just a the, the made-up character, but it was still Roddy McDowell, so that maintained Right, right, continuity. right. He was the link. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And CBS had shown those movies, the original movies on their Friday night at the movies, that kind of thing. The ratings went through the roof. So that's why this TV series was greenlit.
2: Did you collect the cards? You you had the Planet of the Apes cards? Uh, yeah, I had the Planet of the Apes cards and the Beatles. <laughs> What'd you the, do with them? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's that, well, that's one of those things. Uh-huh. Everything from your childhood, Yeah. if you had any brains back then, right. you would have stored away in a vault. Yes. Because it, it, you'd retire on it Well, years in those later. days, those weren't
1: collector <laughs> days. You didn't have Mylar sheets. Yeah. You didn't have that that exactly. whole kind of par- culture.
0: As a matter of fact, the way they would put the cards out in the pack and all that usually one card the one where the piece of gum was kind of oh, rubbed yeah. out, would be ruined Trash. You know, so you would have to throw that one out with the melted out, sugar right, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and years later again the collector market came in and all of a sudden we had to rethink the whole strategy
2: there right 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 and, and of course i would chew bazooka joe <laughs> best <laughs> bubblegum flavor ever yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know you, you know when when tops <laughs> it was so crazy but uh, Soft bubble gum came in in a big way with things like bubble yum. That was like the like seven or whatever. Sure. And tops, you know, was sort of caught behind on that a little. And they created their own soft gum called smooth and juicy, which was eh. I remember saying. Go back to the original bazooka, because that's an all-American flavor we all love. Rip
1: your fillings I mean, out. They, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but they finally did a soft bazooka, and that was delicious, because that flavor was just... I
1: was great. writing bazooka co- uh, comics when I first got
2: there. <gasps> did you? That's yeah, great. when
1: you and I first met.
2: That's so great. Now, like I also 93. remember a pack <laughs> that would have, like, a card and a piece of candy. It would come in a little box, Hmm. You know, like like you know, like a box that you'd get like with a sticker drops. or
1: a trading card.
2: Uh, weird. I think it would have one card, a little toy and a couple of little candies, but it had to do with monsters. Yes, I know what
0: that was. It, it was like the box was half the pleasure. Yes. Because what you got in it was sort of a throwaway, but wow. it was like the creature from the black, or whatever the monster yes. was on the front that was, yeah. What that, are we talking about that, here? Uh, this, has got, this has got to be the 60s. or Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. early 60s. this is really, really, yeah, no, uh, and, primitive. Uh, well,
2: I remember as a little kid uh, getting this, so I think like the 50s. Yeah, I'm
0: saying it was really, really way back, and I don't think that was Topps. I think that was a, another company. Everybody would vie Maybe for Maybe Bowman the, or, or one yeah, of those companies. Yeah, or some cheesy flo- little... Floating oh, around. and say that. Bubblegum uh, uh, <laughs> <of them> companies, <laughs> candy companies. There were a bunch of them around that, that did that kind of thing. Do you remember the Monster Flip books? Oh, yes. <gasps> Here's the story behind that. A rival company. Now, now we're going back into the 60s again. Yeah. Uh, uh, a rival company... Uh, had gotten the rights from Universal to do the classic Frankenstein's Dracula's, whatever. They even had Adam and Costello with some of their cards. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they got away with the the rights on that. Uh, and Topps wanted to jump in with a uh, monster movie card set during that era. This is what I'm collecting. We're talking about 64, sure. whatever. Um, so they couldn't do the cards because that license had already been great. so they invented the flipbook format and you had uh, Frankenstein the mummy uh, the creature and uh, you know one other one uh, I think the wolfman and you'd have these little flips and the creature movies hadn't even been on TV yet so the first time you got to see the creature tossing a car over in Florida or whatever the heck it was from Revenge of the Creature was in the tops flipbook so man I, I love that I don't that. think
1: I even remember those yeah. You didn't hang on to any of that stuff. None. Yeah. None they would me. fall
0: apart because they were like, past- you know, like kind of flimsy glue. And then the- it was like so many little, you know, pieces of paper to get the flip. Effects, so yeah, they'd always fall apart on
2: you. And and (laughs) I I well I didn't keep any of the Aurora Monster models. Oh yeah, Gary, you must have had those two. Oh
0: my God! The first one I ever got was the Creature from the Black Lagoon, which I simply called the Creature. Okay. And again, I had never seen the movie. Uh huh. I always wanted to, and I had been introduced to the character in the pages of Famous Monsters magazine. Now. We're talking about late 50s, early 60s, before a lot of these movies had come on TV, you know, like The Creature was a movie from the 50s. So I remember just seeing the photos of this greatest of all monsters, head to toe, great looking monster, right? Desperately waiting and waiting for it to come on TV. Finally did December of 1964 on The Late Show here in New York. I, think I sent you the the ad that I sent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that. were
1: talking about million dollar movie. He's a <laughs> right. Brooklyn kid like us, so oh, he remembers. Yeah. He remembers Creature Features and oh and, god, uh, and the Bensonhurst Chil- Brooklyn Theater experience. And, and I remember. Movie. I
2: used to read about these movies and famous monsters of Filmland, of course. And then I would hear, I'd see in the paper that one would be showing on TV, like sometimes one in the morning, and I'd be like. You know, with my nose pressed to the screen. <laughs> waiting, yeah. yeah. Now, did and you that's... have
0: to like sneak into the room so your parents couldn't hear? I mean, yeah. that was what a lot of people. They had the TV on so low, yes, yes, and you could barely hear it, but you you had to see it. You know, it was. And if you didn't see it, it might be six months again before it was on again. Right. Not right. like I mean, I tell these kids today, it's like God, you don't know how easy you've got it. We used to have to suffer for the things we we have to
1: wait. Well, also, you made the point that there was no DVD or VHS though, so if you wanted to own a little piece of the movie that's where trading cards were so great and Action you know, figures weren't as big as they are now. That wasn't right. It wasn't big, I remember when the GI
0: Joe. You know, I remember when when the the, the the term action figure was created because they were dolls mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were dolls right. for little boys. So right. they couldn't yeah. call them dolls. Right. Right. So they invented action figures. Right.
1: Uh, the, I think the first card series I remember getting from Tops, collecting from Tops, were the Norm Saunders Batman's, the Batman paintings. Oh, they were gorgeous. Which I have a I have a repro on on a framed on a wall in my office. But they're they're beautiful.
0: And there's a story behind that. The um, when the Batman phenomenon hit big in 1966, uh, at first Adam West and Burt Ward were not allowing their likeness to be on these things. Interesting, and so there's a lot of going on. But Batman was so huge, and because DC Comics or whatever owned Batman, you could get a license. You just couldn't use the TV episode imagery, but you could use the character in any way. So Topps didn't want to wait. Forever to get the rights cleared. That's so the they, story behind those. That's so cool. They hired this magnificent, incredible painter, the Martin, great Norm Saunders, who eventually did the Mars Attacks classic set for Tops, and he painted these amazing. you Remember sets. these cards?
1: They're Batman. I, I, if I showed them to you, and I'll, I will yeah. when we when we finish, I'll show you the I have on on my phone. You'd recognize them immediately. Yeah. They're paintings. Of Batman and the Joker and the Penguin. Because as he said, they couldn't get the, the, yeah. the license. So we painted to use,
0: our own set. And, and, and basically, you know, those paintings were fantastic. I mean, looking yeah. back, I'm glad we didn't get the rights at first because we I joined the company sure. a few years later. later. But um, uh, because as a result, we did these fantastic painted sets. I think we did about like... Three or four series, They're great. and then eventually the rights were cleared for the with photos. puzzles on the back, and we did oh, uh, the whole puzzle. <laughs> thing. Yeah. But then I, we did eventually do you did? You they know, did them. They did them, uh, which had a lot of images from the nineteen sixty six Batman movie. The movie. Right, right. I, I have those too,
2: and yeah. I also got a flashback. Didn't the Dave Clark Five have their own cards? <laughs>
0: Not only the Dave. Oh, God. You know, they would try anybody. Now, at least the Dave Clark Five were the Dave. But I mean, years later, I remember doing Menudo. Oh, sure. I was there when they they were doing it. I was there when they were doing New Kids
1: on the Block. New Kids
0: on the Block. Well, well, Cindy Lauper we did. Michael Jackson. Living Color. That was all there on my watch. And Michael Jackson, they flew me out. To his compound, I'm there waiting for him to come out, and I see llamas looking at me from the windows. <laughs> oh, and, and, uh, and then he comes out, and he, he shakes my hand, which I have to admit was the flimsiest handshake. Interesting. And he says, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your work. And I had just didn't uh, uh, done the movie Pumpkinhead, I think at the time, or whatever. It was right around that time, and he wasn't talking about anything like that. He was talking about my bubblegum. The card. trading or-
1: Michael Jackson I- was a buzz- was a
2: trading
0: card. Uh- well, he was collector. a big kid. Yeah, so that's great to hear. Everything that we did,
2: and uh, another and, thing, and he had small kids around him. <laughs> well, yes. that's
0: a whole other. That would have made a very interesting sub-series. Now you,
2: uh, those <laughs> would have made interesting training. I calls. gotta tell, I, I, I well, <laughs> An interesting puzzle on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Get the piece with the. Oh, yeah. no, I don't want to go yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but uh, they but, did. Uh, they did a lot of those bands. They did the Monkees. Uh,
0: yeah, they did yeah. All that I mean, stuff. I mean, some of them made sense. Some of yeah. them were just what the hell? They were laughing let's, let's... cards. I have a, I have them right. from the from the right. top's vault. I have a, a pack of open was laughing huge, cards. Right, and that was also like around you know the, the late sixties, 68, sixty nine. Yeah, yeah.
2: We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. I I caught one of the. It, it was funny. I was switching around on the TV, and I see, oh, it's laughing. And it must have been that later. Oh, the Willie season. Tyler
0: years. Yeah, the later where ones. I
2: I Patty didn't Deutsch. recognize anybody. Well, uh,
0: yeah, because yeah. I kept changing. Well, like Saturday Night Live, as as it went yeah. on, some people became famous and they left, and other right. interesting people came in. I think like Lily Tomlin came in later, and some less than interesting people were brought in. <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> names. All right. <laughs> uh, that happens. Too. I think
1: that la- Lily Tomlin stayed on and Gary Owen stayed on. Yeah. for the end. but when Willie Tyler was there, you every- Burbank, right? Yeah, I think right. almost everybody else was gone. Yeah, flown. Maybe Joanne Worley was still. Joanne Worley probably. Yeah, stuck everybody around else to, flew to the, coop. the end, but uh, <laughs> to, to the big time. I got
0: one last thing about Michael Jackson. I will say, he insisted that the piece of bubble gum that appeared in the packs with his cards be wrapped and like a Wrigley's piece. None of this. The powdered. Yeah, uh, is, yeah. So he kind of forced us to, you know. What he did, he was together. such a
1: purist, he didn't want the powdered gum to ruin well, the car. I don't know
0: if that, if that was it, or, or maybe he just, you know, wanted a better piece of gum. Or, But, of course, we we did. And actually, that.
2: Well, that he was. needed something to hand out at parties. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
0: well, I guess that did the trick. You know, uh,
2: if, if you're trying to get laid, you don't bring out the cheap beer. Or <laughs> yeah, the good stock. But <laughs>
1: well,
0: we kept them well supplied. Did you? Do wacky packs too? We, we, oh yeah! Before yeah. me
1: though, because I when I came in, it was like v- yes, yes later because I I, well, I, I started in,
0: I started in seventy two. I don't think I was officially full time until seventy three. So I was like still in college, still you know working part time, and uh, it was weird because it was it was Lim Brown who hired me, and that only happened uh, because he saw my ad in the Monster Monster Times. Is, Times. You, you remember the Monster really...
1: Times?
2: Oh that yeah, that newspaper. Yes.
0: Yeah. Now, now I got to talk a second about that Love because that thing. you, you got to remember, I grew up loving Famous Monsters of Filmland magazine yeah. Yeah. and all Larry Ackerman, and and there was another great one, Castle of Frankenstein, that Calvin Beck uh, was in charge of, and he was he was a wacko guy. And again, this is what we what we kids had back then who loved horror movies. So when the Monster Times came out in the early seventies, I was about right at that time to be able to to contribute to these rather than just being a fan. So that was my first professional writing was, for the Monster Times, Confessions of the Black Lagoon Creature. Mm -hmm. I became the creature. I finally achieved my dream. (laughs) 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 And I relived my experiences going from South America and the Black Lagoon, going to Hollywood, and having an affair with Esther Williams because it was the 50s. It was all this crazy stuff. And I had no idea that the humorous approach was really going to work. But they loved it, and then they started to ask me to. Why don't you become Godzilla? Why don't you become Gorgo? Why don't you become the giant behemoth? And just tell the stories from their point of view.
2: <laughs> and how did I, that, and, I go remember go go there go. was a magazine, uh, "Monsters to Laugh With"
0: by Stanley? Yes. Oh wow! Uh, 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 <laughs> you are good, Godfrey.
2: What? Beautiful. As a matter of
0: fact, the the you know. What fools you mortals be monsters to laugh with by Stan Lee. (laughs) And and again, that was what that was, was a variation of what you were doing on trading cards. You'd have a photo, black and white photo of a monster movie. But instead of a funny caption on the bottom, they would have like a comic book balloon with a funny gag. Yeah, remember those funny monster cards. Those the
2: lamest jokes yeah. It would be like the Wolfman, and it would be like <laughs> I need a shave. Yeah, those yeah. kind
0: of like, <laughs> a lot of blood bank jokes. Well, we, yeah, oh yes. Yeah. We, we we also not only did we have lame jokes, but. We felt it was our obligation to continue those lame jokes over the years. So there are some lame jokes that kept on being repeated in our minds. Hi, I'm the new babysitter with the Frankenstein monster guy. Oh. We've used that over and over in other words, boy, they sure have ugly girls in this neighborhood. Those two we kept repeating or over Or like and the
2: mummy would be uh, <laughs> I need a band-aid. Yeah. <laughs> they did they did stickers
1: with Marvel superheroes with dumb gags in the in the in yes. the seventies. Do you remember I, I, those? I, I did those
0: as yeah, well. They were yeah. Die cut. Uh, they they were die cut and they yeah. had the balloons incorporated oh, yeah, I got them into all. it and it was the same kind of lousy ridiculous gags that we're talking about uh, the obvious kind of stuff uh, you oh came God. to
1: tops from the monster
0: times and i so I, I, so yeah, let, let me explain how that yeah I, I was so i i was writing for the monster times and uh, because i was writing for every issue they gave me a free classified ad in the back of the mag- uh, publication it was a newspaper it was actually like rolling yeah, stone sure. format yeah. rather than an actual magazine and Lem Brown at Topps uh, happened to be reading the Monster Times one day. And what my classified ad was for was saying wanted 16 millimeter science fiction and horror movies and all that because we were collecting films. And Lem Brown was a film collector. So he, he got in touch with me. We started talking. He said, you're doing all this kind of, you know, you did this Monster Times articles, this funny stuff. Why don't you come down and try to write some gags for us? I said, sure. Why not? And what was so the first I got series? my job through not first the New series? York Times, but through the New Times. What was the first Topps series? The very first day that I was at Topps, they were doing their Creature Features series. Okay. At that point, Creature Features was big for them and Wacky Packages. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. So the very first day, it was crazy back then. I, really, when I look back at this, I don't know why why the heck they didn't work this out. Topps got the license to do the Universal Monsters. But at that point in time, you could show the photos of the monsters, but the actors in the shots, like the women that were being carried off or whatever, they didn't clear the rights to the actresses oh, right. and actors or whatever. <laughs> so what they did is they took photos of all the people at Topps and superimposed our heads over all these actors. Oh, so, so the very that's first, when you stood in for Karloff. Yes. yes, uh, uh, For Karloff in... Um, Abbott and Costello meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. There's Mr. Hyde on one hand and I'm, whoops, I'm on the other side. And also, I stood in for Onslow Stevens. Oh, okay. there you go, Gilbert. Gilbert just had an orgasm. Part of the, <laughs> part of the, the dream sequence. Uh, uh, and it's great because he's like, the monster is there and Onslow Stevens, who's deranged, is pointing. It was just part of a, a, a montage sequence in the movie. But we have the photo and it's me instead of Onslow Stevens. I think the gag for that is, look, Albert, it's a hamburger stand,
1: you know. Tell, tell people <laughs> tell people, and I think people would be interested in uh, the in the process when you did, and you did all the Star Wars cards too. Oh God, you, yes! And you're the, yes. you you put out those wonderful books, by the way. And thank you so oh, much. Oh, I'm for glad sending you enjoy them. them. Yeah, they're Abrams. absolutely wonderful. Yeah,
0: they they did a whole bunch. Uh, they're great,
1: Abrams books, and we'll plug them too at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and
0: they also did the the Planet of the Apes. I mean, they're getting even beyond Star Wars, and they're
1: Wars, nicely just, done. They really they, really they executed are. them very very well. They even well.
0: include like you know cards in the back. I mean, they're like crazy stuff. And the, and the, and the covers are like the same, uh, the rapper kind of thing. So they, they, they really got into it. You were
1: working on some of the most, some of the earliest licensing for Lucasfilm and, and what did they send you? I mean, how how does the, how does the trading card, uh, I know the answer to this obviously since (laughs) I did them, but, but how does, how does the trading card writer approach The project, if you haven't seen the movie. Sometimes they send you a script, sometimes they...
0: Yes, Uh, it was was a very interesting process, right? Uh, In the early days, they would get you a script. And, of course, in the early days, everything was a little, you know, more lax or whatever. As time went on, and then the, the Star Wars thing exploded or whatever... They were afraid to give you scripts because they didn't want the secrets of their movies to get out. That was like a big deal back then. So after a while, they wouldn't send you the script. I'd have to fly to California. They would lock me in a room, and I would have to read the script. They'd let me take notes. Is that wild, Gilbert? Yeah.
1: Right. They'd is. lock him in a room. He'd have to read the script and give it back. Yeah, wow. it was like top, So we could do the card secret. series. Right, right, right. And because you just fill a book with notes so you knew you had captions.
2: To yeah, yeah. Every came. now
0: and then, if there wasn't anybody around, I would have a tape recorder, and I would actually just read so I could it's easier to remember everything that
2: way. Now, here's something <laughs> that I'm sure you had nothing to do with. But I'm putting <laughs> oh, what it the in here. I'm putting it in my
0: opinion anyway.
2: And I think <laughs> the guy who made them was something like his name was like Christoph or something. And do you remember those little um, kind of oblong comic books that they'd hand out on the street that would teach you about Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> and all those things. <laughs> yeah, Gary wrote those. <laughs> <laughs> I wish
0: I could say I was involved in that. Do
2: you remember that? Uh, I don't you know, think you know I something? do either.
0: I don't remember that, but I. But the, all I can give you is not not necessarily religious, but it's almost biblical. Uh, when I saw the original Steve Reeves Hercules movies, they 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 gave us a thermometer that you would push it, and if if you were really strong, you were Hercules. If you were if you were less strong, you whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the closest I could think to a gimmick, right? Not right, a religious one. Well, you know one, what? Throw that out to the listeners. Yes, if you
1: guys remember. We'll
0: see what people write.
1: I I know
2: Pendulette. He he knew about them. When you say oblong comics, you mean they were rectangular? Comics? Yeah, rectangular. That's okay. the word I was looking for. And they would hand them out for free wow. on the street. These like a uh, church group, and God. they would have these stories about you know someone who's a drug addict or someone who's cheating on his girlfriend. Doesn't ring a bell. And
0: uh, so it would be and, a real world story that they would then give you a religious. So yeah. it wasn't really depicting images, scenes from and the Bible. or Quite or,
2: often they'd yeah. wind up in hell at the end. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: but there if, used to be TV shows I've like that. There was, there was something called Insight that there were these little, little, little dramas, little human stories. Yeah. about. Again, yeah, and, and yeah, the, I don't remember was, that on Sunday they, mornings. They, it was almost Twilight Zoneian. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but I, I have to say, I, I can't quite remember. That's great. We did talk about doing. Trading cards based on the Bible and I was just a ask painted that. series. Seems like know, a no-brainer because brainer. it was like there were so many disasters yeah. and exciting things going on, not to mention there's demonic possession, all this right. other stuff in the Bible.
1: I'm reminded of the Odd Couple episode where uh, <laughs> where his brother... Opera cards, yeah, where, yes, his brother, yes. where his brother works. Yes. Oh, yes. His brother, yeah. Floyd, works for the Bubblegum Card Company. Great moments in opera. Yes. Number 16, Mimi gets tuberculosis. Yes.
0: <laughs> you, know, you know, meanwhile, years later, I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that for, for certain venues that are yeah. into it because years later, you did have adult cards if you will oh that? sure sure that, that was big was business for a while
2: redfield wasn't it something what was that actor's name
0: william redfield mm-hmm.
2: william redfield the
0: yeah. william guy from redfield. cuckoo's yes. nest yes. he played yes.
2: he played
1: out uh, he played felix's brother yeah Boy, you are that, good from cuckoo's uh, nest yes yes, yes. You William are good. William
0: Redfield also, just for us trivia fans and science, he was the fellow who captained the little ship in Fantastic Voyage. That, that is they correct. Into the, the, he also a- appeared in a radio show that I wrote a million years ago that I don't even want to think about, but yeah, he was wonderful. Really nice
2: Not guy. Not to be confused with Renfield. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I thought you were saying at first. <laughs> oh, right? I think he was in the fortune cookie also. He might have he, been. Yeah. He got around. Oh, he... Yeah. Oh, and the Hot Rock. Yeah,
1: he's on the yes. Hot Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cliff, he must have had a. Must have Cliff been, Osmond's uh, in the Fortune Cookie. You remember Cliff Osmond? Oh, wait, I'll show him to you. <laughs> yeah, one you, you, you come back one day. We'll do a whole show God about weird body. weird character actors. Do you remember all the cease and desist letters we used to get about wackies <laughs> <laughs> from all these companies telling us to stop? <gasps> well, we, do you remember and, and, Wacky Packs, Gilbert? They were the product parody I, stickers. I,
2: Oh, yes! Like crust toothpaste yes,
1: yes. lip-torn soup and Mrs. Clean. Those yes. were the classics of the 60s. They
0: kind of you know, was, set the stage for Garbage Pail Kids yes, years later because yes, they, they had did. that same, what I used to call, gleefully subversive sense of humor. Yes. Tops would, would look for that aspect in the kids because kids like to rebel and all that. And we'd come up with things that they can slip into their notebooks so the teachers couldn't see. Like, we were playing contraband, right? And, that and like, they audience. would have
2: you who... But they call it boohoo. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, those oh, are the, I, I, those
0: I, are the classic I ones. I remember instead of playtex living gloves, I I I wrote the gag uh, slatex living yes, gloves. That they're not I'm, only living, but they're straggling. I know Somebody. that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jock full
1: of nuts and bolts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Crackle of crayons. No, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they were great. Yeah. And and and, and part of the process of that, you know. Um, they would send me to the uh, supermarket. Me to too. For, yeah, oh, In the 90s. And it got yeah. harder and harder to find products yes, that we sir. didn't
1: parody. Or or ones that were not on the verboten list, right. where somebody had right. not already written a letter saying that we're going to sue you.
0: Topps was very good. I mean, Topps, the minute they said take it away, they would stop it. They didn't, you know. That play was games that
1: there. was one of the joys of my life. I have to say, those freelance days, going there for two days, we were just describing to Gilbert the old Tops Factory in Brooklyn and Red Hook. Nothing and like And it was it. frozen in time. Yep. Asbestos everywhere. It
2: was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, the place was a fire trap. Uh, old, old ladies in the luncheonette in the in the cafeteria with a with hairnets yes. and they had a scoop of potato salad and an ice cream scoop. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a, really like going an, back in time. Another era. It the was. place
0: looked like. But it in '92, it era. looked like '53. Right, right. But that there. was what was so cool for the uh, those of us who work there, who are most, yes. were most nostalgia freaks and and people. Were and Drew was there. Drew was, oh, Drew was wow. doing Toxic. Toxic, right to, in. Toxic, yeah. yeah, he yeah. Was, he, and we had some amazing, Mark and crazy, creative course people Art Spiegelman. Who, who did work for us. And there was a huge crossover with the Mad Magazine people because they did a lot of the same kind of humor that we did. Matter of fact, Stan Hart was the That's guy right. who wrote most of the parodies of the movies and TVs for Mad. And he would do do work for us too. Very funny guy. He was wound up being the head writer on the Carol Burnett show.
1: Yes, yeah, Stan Hart.
0: Uh, yeah. And he was this... Tall, towering, he'd come into it. You know, hello, 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 and everybody would kind of be you know, scared, yeah. Uh he was he was kind of formidable,
2: but what brilliant. Well, there was a lot of talent coming through that place. Oh, also aside from the religious comics, this is to <laughs> all of the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> find out. out the names of those monster candy packages.
0: Those little boxes. Yes. Right, right. Because yes. I had them too.
2: Yeah. And, and I remember, yeah, what you got
0: inside was crap. but will know. It was, it was know. the box yeah, that, the, was, that, that was, was the thing, right, the right. Real quick,
1: tell Gilbert the uh, the Star Wars erection card story, because I think he'll enjoy this.
0: I am asked about this usually more than anything you know, else. it's I've a good closer. Tops. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> I, 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 no problem here. Um Yeah, well, when we did the original Star Wars set way back, 77, they really weren't fully prepared to give us everything we needed because the Topps products was nothing but pictures. Pictures, pictures, just constantly have pictures. Uh, So they kept going through all of their files and eventually, said, all right, we'll go through, pull something from this file. Okay. So I'm pulling stuff out and, uh, you know, no big deal. There's a picture of C3PO and I send it through. I write the caption. It gets printed. Uh, A few months later, I'm out in California again to uh, select pictures for the next set. I get a call from Topps. (laughs) I'm in a hotel room. I get a call saying, you gave us this pornographic picture of C3. but What, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's, he's having an <laughs> erection. I'm going, I don't understand what you're even talking. Well, sure enough, you look at the picture, and there seems to be this metallic appendage extending from that portion of his body. <laughs> and <laughs> Tops immediately airbrushed out the offending I'm appendage. Dialing up the, I'm dialing up the picture for you. And that became think? the most famous. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, that's definitely a dick.
0: Yep. <laughs> And free <laughs> PO. Oh, I, I, had, I, had to, I had to explain this to the uh, the president of the company. R two was a very happy uh, uh, fellow. Arthur Sharon, who was a wonderful guy, really really cool guy, and uh, I said, "Look, I, I don't know what happened. Maybe they were playing around on the set. Maybe you know Harrison Ford was having some fun. I don't know. for some reason, and it wound up in their book. Nobody noticed. Lucasfilm didn't notice." So it was I a gag. It I was an on-set notice. gag. Yeah, yeah uh, and, and the card our, series. Our art director didn't notice. It was only after it was printed that yeah. people noticed. Yes. But but I think years later, someone actually did. I hate to say it because it kills the whole mystique of it. But apparently that that it seemed like it was just part of his costume got got loose or something. Right. Frankly, right. I don't remember seeing that.
2: And I, no, but- I like that hand move. Yeah, I you.
0: But yes, that that, uh, well, that
2: card is infamous. I, I remember Disney, after they did the uh, animated uh, Tarzan, they made a Tarzan electric uh, action figure, and you press the button. And it was supposed to be, I think, that he was holding a spear and moving his hand up and down. Uh-huh. And it's like when you took the spear away... It just looked like he was jerking off. <laughs> Hilarious. The hand was right at crotch level, going back and forth. Hilarious. Well, Disney
0: so, was famous for playing around oh, like that. Well, the Little Mermaid. Oh, the Little Mermaid yeah, box that, that, cover. Right. The VHM And the right. I remember the because yes, yes, they that was, said that, was, that, that was you could see
2: a dick. Right. And, uh, the, if you look, if you're looking for it, in the tower, the castle. Right. 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 And the, I remember. I thought when I heard that, I thought, "Oh, this is." One of those things where I could go either way. And then I saw it, and I said, no, that's definitely a dick. There's no way around it. I got to give those guys
0: credit. And this is Iago speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, right? Shame on you. Iago
2: Uh,
1: says, that's a dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's official. We should. We're going to wrap this one and, and come back and do another one oh, about God. your yeah, wonderful book. Oh Yeah, there's so much book. more but, crazy stuff. But plug but... those tops books. Tell people where to get those tra- those trading card books that Abrams did because they're absolutely wonderful. Oh yeah.
0: Well, I guess you know whether it's at a bookstore near you, if there are any bookstores. Anymore, no bookstores left. Uh, in that case, you should go to Amazon or or whatever, and they're they're all all up there. Uh, there, I, I did one. Probably the best one is the 1977. That's the thing that really changed the world. I even wrote a screenplay called 1977 about how Star Wars what a came. Great year and, and how I went culture. from zero to hero in a way at yeah. tops because I was the movie guy, right, so right. I was suddenly in charge of all of that.
1: So as this was the Star Wars books, there's they, three they of those. Did the
0: Star Wars and then and, and Empire. They they did Star Wars, they did Empire, and they did. I mean, they did the the original. Right. And then we also did the um, the wide vision. Yeah, those are great. It, it, original trading cards you know the classic baseball card size and shape and then i remember like uh you know at a certain point i guess it was in the in the 90s i said let's let's do something really amazing long Cinemascope cards they've cards will. like i've really ever seen those yeah,
1: in cinemascop like a like a like oh. like a, a- Mimicking the look of yes, Cinemascope right. for, so, for a so training So it card. wasn't
0: the standard. It was, the, it was just like the way you go to see a movie and the square shape of the old screen would then turn into something twice as long for full Cinemascope Panavision. Well, this were, we were able to do justice to all that great imagery in the original Star Wars movie, including the opening shot with the overhead. The, right. All that stuff looked gorgeous in full wide. And then the backs of those cars, I had the storyboards and everything to show how it... It was like a state-of-the-art... Trading card set. The original stuff is wonderful pop culture, but it's a little goofy. This thing was like for American cinematographer. Yep. It was just re- and I there's the Planet of a the Apes book, too. The, the Planet yeah. of the Apes cards yeah. are reprinted. Which covers the original Charlton Heston yeah. movie and then some of the other sets. And even the Tim Burton when, movies yeah. in there.
1: We'll tell the Charlton Heston story when we come back. And we'll talk a little bit about Dinosaurs Attack. Wonderful. Next week. Yes. <laughs> if Gary comes back. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so I have to wrap this up. Yes, Aww. you have to wrap this up, only because we're coming back to do another
2: one. Oh yes. <laughs> let's see. If uh, you, let's oh. see if you can handle
1: that.
2: Okay,
0: <laughs> boy, we could almost do three shows. All we could at least we could do six,
2: but we'll, well.
1: Well, this is this is going well. Oh, but I want to get to Army? the book. Army is great, huh? Army? No, it's hey. the name of our
2: guest. Yes, I know. I, but uh, what's that? Gary Girani. Gabby Girani Not Gabby. <laughs> I Gabby Hayes. <laughs> 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 We're here with Gabby i Hey, yeah. okay, Gabby name? Gary
1: Gary. <laughs>
2: Hi, this is Gilbert Godfrey. This has been Gilbert Godfrey's amazing colossal podcast with my co-host Frank Santo Padre. And we've been talking to Gary Girondi. (laughs) No, Girondi. (laughs) Girondi. Gary Girondi. And I'm having a ball. And then he got the name of the show wrong just now.
1: Yeah, that's fine, too. Oh, (laughs) it
2: was Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsession. Uh, uh, This is great. With With Gabby Gabby Girondi. Whose uh, uh, name uh, uh,
1: I
0: can't pronounce.
1: (laughs) With Gabby Girondi.
0: No, that's true. With Card King. Uh, Yes,
1: indeed. Gary, one of the masters of pop culture, Gary Girondi.
0: Thank you so much. Come back next week. I will. We'll be here. Okay.